But uh, we're going to take a station break, and we're going to play some Gods Mongolians. And then we're going to come back with Vinny Salvatore and Eric Moore from the Gods and give you guys some history, a big history lesson on the Gods. <laughs> and that's the Gods, G-O-D-Z. And like I said, uh, Vinny brought in some uh, old magazines here, man, of some stuff. I mean, the Gods have been around since 1976. So this ought to be very interesting, and they've opened up for a lot of big national acts that you people all know. So we're going to get into that. So we're going to take a station break, listen to some Gods Mongolians, and then we'll be right back with Eric Moore and Vinny Salvatore of the Gods. And Vinny's live in the studio, and we're going to patch Eric in from Cleveland, or Columbus, I'm sorry, <laughs> excuse me, Columbus, Ohio. Unfortunately, he couldn't be here tonight, but uh, we're going to get him in. So stay tuned right here to Hard Rock Radio Live, where the music does not suck. Tune into Hard Rock Radio Live. <laughs> you are in control. HardRockRadioLive.com. Hard Rock Radio Live. Where the music doesn't suck, but it might make you squeal. Squeal. Squeal louder. If we're not your favorite station, then you're not our favorite listener. If you want this, without all of this, the time is 1.52 Central Time, that's 52 minutes past the hour, 8 minutes before the hour, it's 79 degrees here, 79 degrees next to me, 79 degrees outside. Then you are searched for the station that gives you everything you want, without all the stuff you don't, is over. Hard Rock Radio Live. Hard Rock Radio Live. Tune into Hard Rock Radio Live. <laughs> you are in control. HardRockRadioLive.com.
Okay, guys, a little bit of God's Mongolians re-release that came out in 2012, right, Vinny? Yeah. So, and joining us on the line, Vinny and I, is none other than Eric Moore of the Gods. What's going on, Eric? Hey, you are, man. This is pretty neat. I like this. <laughs> Doing an interview over the phone's cool. I can smoke cigarettes or whatever I want to smoke, <laughs> and we can talk about whatever we want to talk about because, after all, it is our world. That's right. It is our world. And we are in it. So, Eric, more or less than there is of them. For the people that don't really know who the gods are, can you give us a little bit of history and background of the gods? Um, band got together in 1976. 76 was a good year. It was that, you know, annual thing of, of our, our revolution and all that kind of stuff, which meant that you could get cheap. You know, red, white, and blue peanut butter and stuff. If you're in a rock and roll band, all living <laughs> in one house. Yeah, that was we, we bicycle I remember you that. Know, we lived next to a Wonder Bread Bakery, and we got nail bread, peanut butter, and we shot city squirrels so we could <laughs> stay alive. And we played the bar circuit for a while. The old four sets a night, you know, six or seven nights a week, and we put together a real big following and it got to the point where as all of our opening acts had record deals and we didn't. And a couple of people noticed that and all of a sudden people are starting to fly in from Nashville, New York, LA and stuff. And one night, uh, here in Columbus, we put 2,200 people in a place that had a fire ticket for 600 people. Oh, wow. And Budgie, that, I always thought Budgie was a little bird from Canada or something, but anyway, they're a rock and roll band. They were opening act, and they already had record deals and stuff, so they're, you know, their people were there too, and we knew it was, the time was right, and we pulled out all the stops. I mean, everybody in the band walked off the stage bleeding, from somewhere. Right. And um, the record company president came up and said, I decided to sign you 30 seconds into your show. Wow, very cool. And it, that's, you know, that's what we're about. We we know how to record. We all have decades of recording experience under our belt. Uh, I've been a professional recording artist since I was 19. Right. And I won't, I won't tell you how many decades that's been, but it's been a while. Right. And to do that, you, the one thing you got to do is keep making records. And we do. We write our material honestly, authentically. If it's blues, it's because we're feeling blue. If it's country music, it's that. If it's rock and roll, it's that. And to play? Talk about the thing that is nice about the gods is we're not one of those bands that you know hates to go out on the road and only goes out on the road because they've got a record that the record company wants them to go out and push and do that kind of stuff. We're the opposite. Right. You know, <laughs> we love playing on the road. We take time off and go in the studio and record just because we gotta. 
Right. We got too much new material and shit, you know, and they're all screwed me. That's what she's over. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we got so much new material and stuff. Um, we've, we've got to get it out. You know, you can't just, when you're in front of a live audience, there's people there. They came there because they heard your records. They like what they heard. And you can't go out there and do just a whole set of random material on them. That's cruel to the audience. It's not right. being a good entertainer. Right. And it's not being professional. So we do at least half of our show is the stuff that's already been recorded. And then about half the show is our new stuff. And we use the audience to decide what of the new stuff is good or not. Right. You take a song that you know really works every time, you play it, then you play a brand new song, then you play another song you know works every time. And if the applause meter stays the same or goes up, you know you got a winner. Right. If the applause meter goes down, I'm sorry, that one goes in, you know, the round file. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> and that's how we do it. And we have fun doing it. Right, very cool. Uh, Vinny, Vinny stopped in the studio tonight. He brought some God's memorabilia, man. And I, I, he brought in some old magazines, and these are, I can't even find a date on them. Uh, here's one from July 1978, a Cream magazine, when you guys were in there for Stars Car number 39. And it said you guys paid $57 for a Chrysler, two Buicks, and a Chevy. <laughs> oh, we went to a junkyard. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Everybody else, I mean, you know, all our all of our friends and stuff. The the guys in Cheap Trick and and all those bands, Judas Priest and yeah, Molly Hatchets and Fog Hats and just the guys who were at the same level that we were at at that time. Right. They were all getting their picture taken with their new Corvette or Maserati or Ferrari or something like that. And we just said, nah, we just, nobody wore a t-shirt, you know, we wore black leather jackets and we climbed on a pile of junk cars in a junkyard. Right. Very cool, and man. It, I mean, it fit us. Right. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, that's, that's cool because, I mean, it's, that showed that you guys were just down to earth, pure one hundred percent rock and roll, in my opinion. So that was very cool. Well, thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Vinny, yeah, that, that that was an awesome picture. I remember looking at that when I was uh, in my up and coming days and seeing that picture. It always stuck with me, and never yeah, forgot now look that. What happened to you? Now you're in the Legion of the Damned. The Legion <laughs> of the Damned is right. I'm loving every minute of it, too, man. Uh, Eric, uh, you mind if we play a couple tunes and you give us a lead-in on them, and then we'll keep you on the line with us for a little bit? I wouldn't mind that a bit. What do you have in mind? Uh, Ever-loving Chains? Oh, man, I, I don't even know if I've ever heard that on the radio or on <laughs> the telephone. Yeah, go for it. You do, uh, okay, how do I set it up? It's a love song. Most of my songs are love songs. They're love songs about either getting together with a girl or leaving a girl, which is what love is all about. 
right. love is pain. And that's, you know, I'm in a lot of pain all the time, mostly because of women. And all my songs are love songs. And Ever Love and Change is, uh, it's, it's about, this woman's got you tied up. You can't do anything. And you're completely at the mercy of this heartless wench. <laughs> that's right. That's where they all are, right? <laughs> great. That's great. So. All right, we're going to play some gods, Ever Loving Chains. We've got Eric Moore and Vinny Salvatore in the studio tonight joining us here at Hard Rock Radio Live. And, uh, guys, make sure you stay tuned in. I hope you guys are enjoying the interviews tonight, man. We've got a whole list more coming up for you a little bit later on. But,. We're going to do the God's Ever Loving Chains right here on Hard Rock Radio Live, where the music does not suck.
Okay, what a bit of the gods ever loving chains right here on Hard Rock Radio Live and joining me, Vinny Salvatore and Eric Moore from the gods. And uh, Eric, what uh, preceded you to start playing bass, man? Well, I played, I started out playing mandolin in church, and then we lost a guitar player, so I started playing guitar. And then the Beatles happened, and I was the only guy in school that even knew how to tune a guitar. So I became popular, right. and I got bent and weird and perverted and <laughs> just took off on and that, that whole thing. And I had a couple of bands because I've, I've always written my own material. Uh, the second song that I learned how to play, I wrote. Right. I learned a song somebody else wrote, and then I wrote one. It just it doesn't make sense to me for people to have a lot of you know, inherent musical talent, and they don't write their own music. Right. So I was writing music and putting together bands, and every bass player I got was the guy that in all the bands that he was in before I got him, he was the worst guitar player. So they made him the bass player. And that's not what the bass is all about. I can give you an intelligent argument that the electric bass has a lot more to do with rock and roll than the electric guitar. Right. So Vinny's going to be playing guitar. bass pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> We've actually switched off a little bit, uh, me, you, me and Eric have, uh, on guitar and bass. Yeah. Worked out pretty good. Yeah, we do that. We do switch on stage. We, we switch guitar and bass back and forth. Vinny understands the difference between the two. I understand the difference. And there isn't a whole lot of difference in the flavor or the coloration of our playing. So either one of us can play bass or guitar on any song in our list. Right. And it gives the audience a little bit more bang for their buck. Yeah, Eric and I have the same kind of attack on the on the bass. Yeah. You can tell when it's Eric on bass though. Right. For sure. Yeah. So what do you have any plans to be cutting a new album or anything? For the gods? Oh, always. We've we've got three Ready to go. Vinny, tell them what we're doing. We're doing a song called uh, Prune Shine. Prune Shine? <laughs> Prune Shine is a prison concoction. <laughs> you've, heard of Raisin, you've heard of Raisin Jack <laughs> and Moonshine. Well, apparently there's a little story, may or may not be true, it involved someone making some some nectar <laughs> behind those prison walls and it ended up being made with prunes oh <laughs> it don't sound too good and then eric if if you'll finish the story i believe you guys were playing a baseball game i don't or something. know if i can finish the story without using language that would turn this place into a parking lot <laughs> oh no fcc rules here it's all gloves off man <laughs> yeah we've, we've got uh we've got so much material we have to keep recording. Right. Uh, and it's, even though something may have been written by us 
10 years, five years ago, the audience hasn't heard it until now. Right. So everything is brand new to them. Right. And I've got 56 songs. Vinny's got like 34, 35 songs now. And if we just recorded what we have done now, we would be in the studio for 18 months. Right. (laughs) Yeah, you can't do that. You got to get out and play live because out in the live world is where you get your inspiration to write the music in the first place. Right. I mean, it's a lot of songs with musicians, and I think Vinny will agree with me is, or you will agree with me too, is, you know, stories from being on the road and, you know, stuff like that or stuff that happens to you on the road. It's the most wonderful thing in the world. It's like running away and joining the circus. And your contemporaries, the people that you run into, you're never in your hometown. Right. When you run into your your, contem- your contemporaries, and your contemporaries are not normal people by any stretch of the imagination. They're circus people. They're race car drivers. They're carnival people. Right. They're, you know. There are people that live in little weird communities down in Florida during the winter because they can't travel around with their, you know, the lizard man and the painted lady and the bearded <laughs> lady and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's pretty wonderful. We get to stand up on stage and look out at the audience, and that is the best seat in the house. Oh, I bet. I mean, to be, I mean, I I do some MC work around Pittsburgh here for some local bands and stuff, but I mean, to to be on stage, and I'm sure Vinny knows too, <laughs> to be on stage looking out over a sea of people's got to be a rush. So, we like to touch them. We like them to, we like to get close. And get get the, right in their faces. Get the feeling, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Really neat. And we have, we have a camaraderie on stage. Uh, between us that's uh, can't be beat right and you only get that uh, with sports teams and the like or rock bands you really form a, a real bond with your bandmates and when you're on stage doing it looking out over those people it's a rush oh i bet man it's I bet. a rush i bet it is that's got to be uh, phenomenal i like looking across the stage and seeing my buddy eric moore though <laughs> I'm going up and rocking out. I bet, man. It, I, it is pretty neat because you share moments with people that you can't share those moments with anyone else on the planet. No one would understand what you're talking about. They wouldn't believe you in the first place. The things that you see, the things that people say to you, the offers that are made to you, the the situations that you find yourself in. Right. Where it's beyond sitcom or melodrama. It is just incredible. It, it's so funny that if you were to try to laugh along with it, you'd give yourself cardiac arrest. And sometimes you see things that are so ironically sad that they make you laugh. <laughs> you look down and you see this person and you look at the people on either side of them and you say, 
you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> you three people don't belong in the same room together, the same car together. Where did you come from? Right. And they're there to see the gods. And that never fails to amaze me. It's my tribe. I love my people. I do my job. You know, uh, I'm, I'm not a warrior. Right. I'm not a medicine man. I'm the guy that goes out in the world and scouts around. And then I come back to the tribe and I tell them what I saw out in the world. Right. And I tell them the stories. And it's really nice when, by the end of the story, 30,000 people are singing along to a song they had never heard before. Hey, Eric, I have a... I want to ask you a quick question. I have a vocalist in the studio with me tonight, a good friend of my show, and uh, he's a vocalist here in Pittsburgh. His name is Mario, and he just brought to my attention that <laughs> he, he saw you guys open up on March 14th, 1978, for a band called Angel at the Stanley Theater. Stanley <laughs> Theater, sponsored by WDVE. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that show. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, Mario's sitting here, and he, I asked him, I said, what was that show? <laughs> so, but yeah, he said March 14th, 1978. Hell yeah. A day which will live in infamy. <laughs> All right, hey, we're going to take a station break, Eric. You hold the line, and we're going to play another God's tune in the wind. Can you give us a lead track into that? Which one is it this time, you say? In the wind. In the Wind, that's one of the new ones. Yeah, okay, cool. I like that one. That's about riding bikes. Okay, very well, I kind of figured that's what it was about. Yeah. You know, In the Wind. All right, we're going to take a uh, station break, and we're going to play some Gods in the Wind. You guys hang loose, man. Vinnie Salvatore and Eric Moore live in the studio with me tonight here on Hard Rock Radio Live, where the music does not suck. Hard Rock Station. Hard Rock Radio Live 24-7. If we're not your favorite station, then you're not our favorite listener. If you want this, without all of this, the time is 152 Central Time. That's 52 minutes past the hour, 8 minutes before the hour. It's 79 degrees here, 79 degrees next to me, 79 degrees outside. Then your search for the station that gives you everything you want without all the stuff you don't is over. Hard Rock Radio Live. Hard Rock Radio Live.com. The world's Hard Rock Station. Hard Rock Radio Live 24-7.
Okay, we're back live with Vinny Salvatore and Eric Moore. Very killer song, man, In the Winds. I love it. It's you a, like that? Oh, yeah, very killer. That's a good bike riding song for sure. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, now, you guys just, uh, what made you go and uh, re-release uh, Mongolians? You guys just re-released that this year. Never, it, it never got the attention it deserved. We were on EMI Heavy Metal Records, which was an import out of England. Right. And we're an American band, you know, doing an American release, but the record was out of England. So everything from warehousing and you know, the table work, all that kind of stuff, trans-shipping, uh, the, the exchange rate of money changes every day. Right. And on Tuesday, you may want English pounds. On Wednesday, you may want American dollars. <laughs> on Thursday, you might want South American gold cougarans. You never know when you sign a, a out-of-country deal. And unless... All your business is going through the the PX at the local, you know, United States little piece of land that we own in whatever country we're in. Unless it's like that, they can really get you with that money. They can come up with all kinds of ways. And the inefficiency, especially of all the countries that were behind the Iron Curtain and are currently third world countries, it's impossible to do. Right. I just got a check a couple of weeks ago for third quarter, 1991, Argentina. Wow. wow. Now, how many deaths, how many people had their hands on that thing before it got to me? How many times did Santa Claus fly over my house and go, sorry, you didn't get your check, bye. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but that's the way it works. Right. We're not including Eric in our reindeer games this year. So now that uh, now that you got Vinny in the band and you guys are working on some new material, I mean, what's, uh, what's the future for the gods? I mean. Well, Vinny's actually been in the past three bands with me. Okay. And we've worked up a relationship that's really good. Vinny could go off and play with another band for six months or a year, and I could do the same thing. And all we would do is wish, wish each other luck and try to help each other's career go further because anything that we do as individuals is going to increase what we do as a team. Right. Right. And when you got that together, that works. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, great minds think alike. Yeah. You know? We yeah. want to we do a record next time that's got more air in it, a little more spontaneous sounding. We love Last of the Outlaws, not to diminish that record. Right. But that, that record's done, and we did it that way, spent a little more time in the studio. Uh on that one, but the next one we want to really make it a little more spontaneous and maybe a little more live sounding. 
Right. Uh, and a lot of the material that we're writing right now just falls right into that. Right. Very cool. Very yeah. Cool. It's going to be sweet. We're basically a live band, and that's the way that we come off. Right. And, you know, the stuff in the studio is very, very nice, and I learned a lot, and I grew, and so did Benny. You know, even if we were just sitting on the floor playing cards while they were messing around with their digital machines, and all that stuff, <laughs> we were listening and learning and you know, doing all that kind of stuff. But the next thing we want to do would be like to have a 1,500 seater, 1,200, 1,500 people. Right. And you do like three nights in a row, the same show, and then you pick which version from each night was the best. And you can go back and tweak this thing and tweak that thing. Right. They use little. Everybody does that when they make a live record. Right. They can make, they make the mistakes go away, and they can make the lead guitar and the vocals sound a little bit better, and that's cool too. Right. But what we're going to do is the foundation of the product is going to be a live rock and roll show. Right. We want to have the same kind of energy that they have at a Holy Roller, Holy Roller meeting. <laughs> the same kind of energy that they had at, in Nuremberg in 1936 when you know, Hitler had a great PA system and a great stage <laughs> manager and stuff. The guy got elected. He didn't have to kill anybody. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was just a, an incredible show. Right. And, I like doing that, and you can do that. There's some albums that I've listened to that were recorded for the most part live. Right. And when you capture that, you can sit in your front room, pop whatever kind of buzz you're so interested in, close your eyes, crank it up, and you're there. Right. It's cool. Right. When I was a kid, one of the first albums I ever bought was the Beach Boys live in concert. Right. My God, that was incredible. Love and that. And we we're just trying to do the same thing. That's all. We're just trying to give that to some kid. You know, we, we're working on our fourth generation now. We got people coming up to us at gigs and stuff. Uh, John Garden and I did a, a record convention last week. And a guy comes up with his grandson, and he wants an autograph on an eight-track scene. Oh, wow. Jeez. I'm going, this is a good way to make a living. I'm sorry. Right. We love it. got a lot of money, but this is a good way to live. <laughs> no place I'd rather be, man. Wouldn't you say, buddy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No place I'd rather be. All right, hey Eric, uh, we're gonna do one more song of the gods, and I do, like I said before, I greatly appreciate you coming on the air with us tonight. And uh, hey, I'm gonna come back to, to uh, uh, Hard Rock and Radio Live. All right, man. Hey, I'm catching myself. I well, didn't say the whole word. <laughs> come to find out, Vinny only lives one street away from the studio. So. Anytime you're in Pittsburgh, I told Vinny earlier, you guys are more than welcome to stop by on a Sunday night, man. Yes. 
oh, we're going to come in and you're really going to be sorry you made that invitation. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm looking forward to it. Eric, I love you, man. Good talking to you, mate. We'll see you I soon. All right, Eric. Hey, thanks a million for coming on the show, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, brother? You got it. All right, man. Eric Moore and Vinny in the studio tonight. Well, with Mario and Jeff in the studio. And Amy just walked in the studio, but we'll get to her in a little bit. Here's the gods. Born at the wrong time. Oh, no. Eric had to have written this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
you define heavy metal? Um, <clears throat> define it? Well, it's just, you know, I don't know. Hard Rock Radio Live, where music doesn't suck, but it might make you squeal. Squeal. Squeal louder. Hard Rock Station. Hard Rock Radio Live 24-7. Hello, this is Jimmy.